Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Stephanie Miller, and we are talking about how to carve out time in our busy schedules to get started writing a book. And I know for so many of you, this has been on your bucket list. So this episode is for you. Stephanie, welcome into the podcast. Yes. Thank you so much, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. And I am so excited for this conversation because I know that so many of our listeners have been talking about this and wanting to do this and have this on their heart. You just don't know where to start. But before we dive into that, tell us more about yourself, who you are and what you do. Absolutely. So my name is Stephanie Miller. I am an author, a speaker, and a spiritual growth writing coach. So I help um, women specifically connect their spiritual growth with their writing process to help them gain the clarity, consistency, and confidence they need in order to take that leap of faith, move the needle forward, and to get their message and their story out into the world. Oh my gosh, so powerful. And I love clarity, consistency, and confidence. I mean, those right there can pertain to so many different aspects of life, not just authoring a book, but let's focus on the book today. So for busy moms, how in the world do we even begin to start? Where do we even start to find the time, number one, to write a book? Yes. Yes. So right then and there, it's not finding the time. It's actually making the time. It is the priority. And that kind of requires a little bit of mindset work and a perspective shift, if you will. So it's this idea of initially we might think writing a book is selfish, right? Like if we're writing a book, if we're sitting down, even just to write a blog, like, oh, I could be doing so many other things. There's too much going on in the house. The kids need me things like that. But the reality is, is like, when you sit down to write and you make that decision, you have to come and realize that it's not about you writing for you, you're writing for others. You are writing to give to others. And as you make that simple shift of, oh, this is selfish time, I don't have time to write, this is just for me and there's no time for me time, it's writing for others, it's sharing your story and sharing your message. And you know, without the shadow of a doubt, in fact, If you are listening and you feel, yes, she's talking about what I'm feeling. Like, I know I need to write a book. I know it's good. I keep putting it off. And I mean, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, so to speak, but that nudge is not going to go away. That desire is actually going to keep growing and growing and growing, and it's going to make you feel uncomfortable. And so the best way is to just accept, okay, I am meant to share my story. I am meant to write a book, not for my benefit, but for other people's benefit. And that simple shift of it's not about me, it's about them, really changes that I don't have to find time, I have to make time. Oh my gosh, so, so powerful. Because yes, it's so true. You know, we get so stuck on this me, me, me mentality when 
In reality, what we're doing in a lot of our professions, we're serving others. We're providing value to others. We're helping others. And by keeping that value to ourselves, we're really holding back our value from the world. Like there are people that that can be helped by us. They need to hear what we have to say. So I love that that mindset shift of make the time, make the decision because there's others that need what you bring to the table. That is powerful right there. Yes, yeah, and that that's a huge core of my coaching program and who I am as an individual. It's taking that, not looking at writing, for example, as a form of self-care, but really as a form of soul care. So like you are investing in your soul, you're investing in yourself to better yourself, and you're investing in that to share with other people and just make those connections. and. Beyond that, beyond helping people and inspiring people through particularly your area of expertise, also inspire your kids, believe it or not, like you actually inspire your kids. And so writing a book in that way creates that legacy, if you will, that I am sharing my story. I am sharing my process. I am sharing the things that I have gone through because I'm modeling transparency and authenticity. Those are other big buzzwords around and really important to me. But by modeling that transparency and authenticity, you are setting the example for your children to be able to pursue their dreams and be able to live out the legacy that you have um, provided for them. Oh, yes, that is so true because they're always watching. You know, we like to think that they're not watching, but they are. They're always watching. And what a great example. They're like, okay, mom had a dream and she did it. Like, look, my mom wrote a book. Like, think about, like, put yourself in your kid's shoes. Like, wouldn't that be cool to be like, yeah, my parents, you know, my mom wrote a book. Like, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. That's, like you said, it's a legacy accomplishment because it's not just going to go away overnight. You know, this isn't like one post on social media. This is something that can provide so many opportunities. And can we dive into like what sort of opportunities can authoring a book provide for an entrepreneur? Yeah, absolutely. So depending on the type of entrepreneur you are, I think the book first and foremost increases your credibility. So if you have enough content to write a book, whether that is your story of how you journeyed from A to B or your specific how-to, I think it increases your credibility. It also increases visibility. So credibility and visibility are huge in how you are able to promote yourself and how you're able to get yourself out there. If you know you have something great and you know you have something great to share, you need to be able to have something that actually puts it to, um, you know, puts pen to paper to give to other people to share and have that message. Um, and the other way that a book can do alternately is of course the uh, income aspect. So if you have a book, obviously if you publish a book, depending on if you do traditional or self-publishing, there's ways about making money from publishing that book. I will tell you though, the best way to get the satisfaction and the full contentment of writing a book is not to focus on the money. It's again, to focus on sharing your story, to inspire other people, to take their step, to take their next leap of faith, to share their story and their journey and their business, so to speak. So it's really about being one small part of the ripple effect. It's 
having that book out into the world, inspiring and encouraging someone else, and then that ripple effect kind of bubbling over to where someone picks up your story and they say, so-and-so did this, and they were in the middle of all of these things, homeschooling kids, having to shuffle, and all of and if they did it, I can do it. And that's really what it's about, right? If they did it, I can do it. It's that dream, and it's being mindful of not comparing yourself with others, because I think another major problem issue, if you will, that we have is we compare ourselves, our journey and our experiences, and -and so-and-so did it this way, it's not working for me that way, or they have all of these quote-unquote successes, all of these quote-unquote, you know, things that are really something that I envy or that I don't have. It's flipping the script again. It's not about competition. It's about collaboration. It's about working together and the strength of community and the strength of sharing um another mindset shift along with that is this idea of scarcity versus abundance so if you have a scarcity mindset you might read a story in a book of how someone started their business how a busy mom started their business or if you were reading my story about how i got my first book written and the series of that you would be like okay well i wanted to write about that and i don't want to write about it now because someone else has written about that same thing. I will tell you that that is a common belief I hear. And that's a common thing I hear a lot. Well, so-and-so could write it better, or I read a book on it already. So I don't think I can write it. Stop right now. Yes, you can. You have that desire on your heart. You are the only one that has your experiences, your story, your knowledge, your expertise, and your own perspective and your own way of presenting information. And for that reason, your unique mark needs to be put in a book. I love all of that. Yes. And the impact, that ripple effect in inspiring others and not comparing yourself. I mean, that right there, it's so powerful because when you think about it, you are the only you. You're right. You have that unique set of experiences and your journey and you will inspire others and you don't even know who you're you're going to inspire and the impact that you will make until you put it out there so with this you know where do we even get started do we have to have some sort of an english degree do we have to be a great writer in order to write a book how the heck do we even begin to start yes I love this question. I love like the the beginning, the nuts and bolts, the the taking it out of this whole big, I'm going to write a book. What's that look like? Really paring it down into a small idea. If you've ever picked up a pen and written anything on a piece of paper, grocery list to do, my friend, you are a writer. A writer is simply someone that writes. A writer is simply someone that writes. So you are a writer. And taking that knowledge, I think a next small step to take is to just start journaling. I think the best way to be able to eventually move into writing a book is to create a consistent writing practice. Again, consistency, another one of my core pillars of my coaching is building that consistent writing and journaling. Um, And that of course looks different for everybody, but if you were to have this how to start journaling, it would simply be first thing in the morning or in the morning if you can to sit down with a journal and a pen and paper and just practice like free writing, practice brain dumping, if you will, free writing, brain dumping, everything that is in your head, just take it, 
place it into words and put it on paper. And research studies numerously have shown that the ability to brainstorm and journal in the morning frees you up your mental capacity. It actually makes you emotionally, your emotional well-being increases as a result because the anxiety or the situations that have been causing stress are within you are no longer kind of wrestling in your head, but you've placed them on paper. And it also increases creativity. So, and creativity is huge, especially when you're looking at not only writing or writing a book, but also just in everyday life, and especially as someone who is in business, right? So we have this creativity that we exercise each and every day. So I would say just one small tip to get started is to start journaling. Maybe set the timer for five, 10 minutes and just get up in the morning and write everything that's in your mind and put it on your paper. You don't second guess it. You don't even necessarily have to reread it. Half the time, my journals are not even legible. It's just me, you know, I wish I could write faster because my brain is going a mile a minute. But it's this practice of placing your thoughts in words that is so powerful and that continued exercise benefits you tenfold when you move into the next the next step, I would say. Oh my gosh, so good. And I am such a big fan of doing a brain dump because I think as moms, as business owners, we have so many moving pieces that we're trying to coordinate at once. You know, it's the kids, it's dinner, it's our spouse, it's our relationships, it's our our families. It's all of these moving pieces and the business on top of that and then ideas for the business. So just being able to get it out of your brain and onto paper, like you said, even if it's not legible, I love just brain dumping. It really does. It's powerful. It frees your mind. It gets all of that noise out of there so you can really focus and become more intentional. And I can totally tell a difference when I do it versus when I don't do it. It's like, you know, the days that I haven't done any type of journaling or brain dump exercise, it's like, oh, my mind's a little full. Like, why didn't I do that? Like, I know I need to do that, but I didn't. So how do we then, so we've gotten good at the, the brain dumping and, and getting ideas out of our head. How do we start to begin to organize these thoughts into a subject matter that we could write a book about? Yes. So if you have that, that nudge and that desire to write a book, I think you probably have a little bit of an idea. I would encourage you not to actually focus on a very detailed idea but just focus on the themes that are related to your, your idea specifically. So if you're writing a book example um, to help other people share their journey of grief and loss, then I would encourage you to use a specific theme of grief and write everything that comes to mind as you think of grief, almost again, like a prompt exercise. The idea is to step out of a brain dump and, a, and that aspect into a free write of a theme or a topic or a value that is important to you and is specific to what you believe you should be writing about. And so from that area of being able to free write on the different themes, even emotions that are important to you and that are valuable to you, then we kind of start to do what I call, well, I think it's the fun part. Some of my clients don't, but it's that idea of kind of looking at everything that we've just dumped out in our closet, for example. We're cleaning out our closet. We have just dumped everything in the middle because that's the only way and that's the best way to get a full closet clean. So, and then we have to pick up each piece and say, okay, 
does this belong and where does this belong? So it's this idea of you get everything out from your themes, your key ideas and your points, and then you look at that and you say, okay, these words and these themes and these messages are going to contribute to my overall goal and my overall takeaway. And again, that's another step of the process too. That's probably step three of looking at your takeaway and your goal, but just continuing to free write on those um, emotions and those key themes and messages that are extremely important to you um, and that relate to your core values, I would say is absolutely step number two. Oh my gosh, I love it. And that's such a great analogy that makes sense in my little mind, you know, for take it all out, throw it all out there, and then you can build it out. Then you can organize those pieces and put them together nice and neat. And that's the cool thing too. You can move it around. Like it's, I think sometimes we get stuck in the the perfectionist mindset that, okay, it has to be perfect. Well, no, you're going to go through multiple edits of this. You're going to go through multiple drafts. It's going to be an evolving document at first, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's the other thing too. It's realizing that you are not gonna have a pretty perfect, nice, neat and tidy first draft. It's gonna be ugly, it's gonna be messy. And um, I mean, again, going back to that example of the closet, when you dump everything in the closet, it gets overwhelming. I recently organized my kid's playroom and like I dumped everything in the middle and I was like, huh, okay. But then it doesn't stay like that, right? Like that is just part of the process in order to be able to sit there and, you know, almost edit and categorize and classify where these different toys or for our story, where these different pieces of the puzzle belong. So yeah, it's letting yourself get it out there, remembering that it doesn't have to be perfect and it's not going to be perfect. And also remembering that your original idea is hardly often the one that you actually end up with. Like when you actually write your words, they kind of take on a meaning of, of their own. And so you might have an original intent, but then it shifts slightly. And that's, that's always encouraging to me to know that we don't have to fit so tightly in the box that we might be thinking, oh, I have to stick to a specific outline, a structure. This point doesn't fit here, but it's really about allowing yourself to just write the words on the page and then allow them to organize themselves. Yes, so good, so good. And it's just, it's making so much more sense now. And just knowing that it's a process, that it's an evolution, that it's not, you know, it's just taking action, taking that messy action again. It's, you know, we hold ourselves back so often with, you know, these incredible gifts that we have that need to be shared, but you know, the, this brain of ours just, okay, you know, let's start comparing. We'll hold ourselves back. There may be that fear of judgment, like who's going to rate it? No, the world needs what you bring to the table. I love this, Stephanie. So good. Good, so, good. What is a realistic goal, start to finish, for a mompreneur to write a book? Um, so that is going to depend on a lot. Sure. But I think for... Depending on where you are in the process, I think to start a journaling habit, to start the free, to start the brain dump and kind of the free write is a huge thing. And then wait until that kind of builds up your momentum, right? That builds up your confidence. Oftentimes we need to build up confidence as we step into what it would look like to then write a book. So if we were to say that you had maybe five themes, let's just say five themes, for example, that you think explain your book, Maybe you take a week 
to free write on those, or maybe you take, um, you know, just a monster free write on those. But for whatever it is, I mean, realistically, I you can actually go from brain jump to free write to outline to first draft within easily a month or two. And I tell you that, and I know that's extreme, but I wrote my first book in a month and a half. Oh and my it, gosh, incredible. following this process and it was just, I have it laid out and then you did it when the kids are napping or you just snuck in like five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And that's really where it is. It's not, you don't get all of your writing done in a block time. It's not going to be like a, I'm going to go into a retreat. For me personally, that builds up way too much pressure and expectation. Like, okay, I'm here. Like I have my husband watching the kids. We need to make sure that this goes. But if you just sneak in those five, 10, 15 minutes a day, even 30 minutes a day to write, um, I, that's really, that really becomes the core. And another tip that I have is to actually use voice to text on your phone. Because if you have an idea, you have a thought, you don't have free hands um, to write, then to use that voice to text is extremely powerful. And for some of us, you know, we feel natural to speak more than we do to write. So that could really be another step that we just get it all out and then we organize it. But easily, I would say you could easily have a first draft within the first, we'll say three months, given responsibilities, other commitments. Um, and then between that, I'd say you could go from a first draft to a polished product within um, six months to a year, depending on your timeline. And I think that's another reason a coach is so powerful and so beneficial because a writing coach walks alongside of you and we give you that accountability. We give you that deadline. We give you that cheerlead mentality. Well, I give you that cheerleading mentality of you got this, you're going to, you're going to make this. And then when you start to have these doubts and these worries of what I'm writing is not good, I'm the thing I'm gonna, you know, highlight and delete the whole thing. I can tell you, this is what every writer goes through. This is what everyone experiences. Like the fact that you're feeling this imposter syndrome is actually a very good thing. And then we can walk through that to have that encouragement needed. So writing, making that larger goal into small, smaller goals, it really is varying upon the person, but definitely doable in a shorter time frame. I think it just kind of goes back to that first point. Not only it's not writing for you, you're writing for other people. And this message is timely and people are waiting to hear what you have to share. Oh my gosh, Stephanie, this was so, so good. You know, if you're listening today, it's about being intentional. It's about carving out that time. I am telling you, if Stephanie can find the time, she has done this whole podcast with a bouncing baby on her lap and she is like, rocking it. So if she can find the time, you can make the choice to make the time. It's showing that it is possible. You have that message inside. So if you are feeling that pull, do it. Do it scared. Reach out to a coach like Stephanie for help. There are people out there that will guide you through this whole entire process because guess what? You are not alone and you are not meant to do this alone. So Stephanie, thank you so much for sharing so much value with our community today. How can listeners find you? Yes, absolutely. Well, this is my pleasure. I could talk about this all day, bouncing baby or not. <laughs> um, so I am, my website is www.butterfly-beginnings.com. Um, there you'll find more information about my specific style of writing coaching and um, ways that you can join in for that. 
I also am very active on Instagram and um, Facebook. And my username is a little simpler. It's Stephanie Miller Coach, just one word, Stephanie Miller Coach from there. I also have a free resource that I would love to share with your listeners, Amy, and it's kind of this idea of how to write your story with your truth and your why. So there I kind of bring back the clothes and the closet analogy and decide that when we start to write our story, we actually have to follow through the similar questions of what are we going to wear today? Where are we going? How long are we going to be somewhere? Um, as well as nuts and bolts of how to really polish your story and how to really make it shine. So um, for that, I would love to include the link, but that that's really that's really the best way to connect with me. And then of course, a discovery call is, is on my website to come around. And if you want to talk further about your specific project, I would love to talk more about it. Oh my gosh, you are just such a gift to this world, Stephanie. Thank you so much for sharing with us. And until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. 